You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're in the uh, Rock and Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York. Uh, you know, Rock and Mortgage, they understand that it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rock and Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Get your Rock and Mortgage on, son. And then uh, our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, is brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money like Carver High. He went on geico.com, and in 15 minutes, he told me that he saved 15% on his car insurance. He did it all in 15 minutes. I have to say this one thing before I let you talk. Uh, with You can always talk. I didn't mean it that way. I'm saying I wanted to say this first. The refs in college football are so pathetic I have never seen anything more ridiculous than the amount of of unsportsmanlike conduct after they score a touchdown. Is college football not for the pageantry and the celebratory and the cheerleaders and the crowd and the tailgates and the college game day and everybody's going crazy? The kids are taking their clothes off, spray painting their bodies and faces. Everyone's supposed to be having fun, but you're not allowed to celebrate a touchdown in a big game. Did you see the ref getting in the way? Did you see him stick his stupid fat ass? Did you see him stick his fat ass into the and when they were celebrating and, and separate them like they were you would have thought they were doing cocaine the way he separated them and told him to get out of the end zone and he threw the flag i mean christ almighty can you celebrate a touchdown in college football without a flag i mean it is embarrassing the refs are so embarrassing and they're all a bunch of old men and where do they find these people like honestly is he your mailman like these guys are absolutely a joke the ncaa if you cannot see how they have ruined this game with, uh, you can't even celebrate a touchdown anymore. It's a joke. No, Sorry, it's not Carver. Fun. It's, Sorry it's, about that, Carver. It's not fun at all, no question. Uh, this game has turned unbelievably in the last two minutes of game time. Utah had gotten within a point after that field goal, 21-20. They get a stop. They get the ball back. I thought it was over. USC pins them deep, and Utah called for intentional grounding in the end zone, gives two points and a safety over to USC, they retake a three-point lead, 23-20, go right down the field, and then get in the end zone. So now Utah, with six and a half minutes left, has a 10-point deficit at the L.A. Coliseum. They're not built to come back like that in that amount of time. They're just not. They could be done here tonight. Yeah, I mean, uh, I took USC in the spread, and uh, I, I'm just, I think that's a done deal now. They're up, what, what were they getting, uh, Utah, three and a half? Utah needs a really quick score, and I don't know if they're very capable of really quick scores. That's just not their game. Do you think Utah could sign Antonio Brown and have him play for the remaining six minutes? He might be able to score some touchdowns. He's a very talented receiver. Do you think the Mormons would get mad at him if he uh, played in Utah? I'm guessing they would. God bless all people and the Mormons and all uh, all others. Look at Matt Liner down there covering the game, cheering for his alma mater. How embarrassing. They send the guy that played there to cover the game. Do you think he's rooting for him tonight? Did you just see him jumping up and down in the end zone celebrating? Like, he's supposed to be working the game. <laughs> he's Was jump- he jumping up and down? He was jumping up and down just now. I saw him. I'm the only person allowed to jump up and down when they're covering a game. Steelers-Oilers, 89, wild card game. Astronome. 
Houston. You can see me jumping up and down in the end zone. I'm the only person jumping up and down because it was in Houston. I was celebrating Gary Anderson's 51-yarder. I think uh, this is a good game, though. I I think it's been a really good game tonight. And when it ends, I'm going to be very disappointed because we'll be left with nothing to watch. Maybe, is there some late-night baseball I could watch, Mafia or something? I want to see if there is because I know the Dodgers were playing. We love the Dodgers. They preempt us every night because of the Dodgers. They've been great to us, the Dodgers. They keep me off the air. That's uh, to some benefit for some people. Others find me more entertaining than the Dodgers' boarding and uh, crappy games. They're up 8-4 in the fourth, so I could watch that game, right? That's the only, uh, because you got two games in the bottom of the seventh, the A's and the Padres. That's two different games, Texas A's, Diamondbacks, Padres. By the way, uh, 6-0 A's, uh, 2-0 D-backs. And uh, those games are in San Diego and Oakland at the dump. Same dump the uh, Raiders play in. The dump, as I refer to it, because it is a dump. Uh, The Dodgers are at Chavez Ravine up 8-4 on the Rockies. And uh, I guess I could watch that game when this ends. Everything's happening in Lipstick City tonight. The Coliseum's rocking. Dodger Stadium's rocking. Next week, we'll be in L.A. for the Spence-Porter fight. Carver High's very excited. He's never been to Los Angeles. Are you Are you looking forward to going to L.A. at all or not I, really? I am, actually. I am looking forward to going out there. I've never been there. Because we always do the same thing. We go to Vegas every like, can time. Can we go check out, like, the pier? Bring out, bring me out a little – see a little beach out there? A little, little afternoon trip? What's the uh, – no, I mean, actually, away, you know, I, that... you know, if, if uh, you know, it depends if, like, uh, if Colhan Casey brings a, a vehicle or someone else that we know has a vehicle that could do that, uh, we're not going to have a vehicle. Like, right. I'm not renting a car. We're going to Uber from the airport downtown to this hotel, and then we're doing the shows there. We're going to be on foot. Now, downtown, right by Staples, is really cool. There's a, you know, you, you can walk around and you can... You know, go to the uh, stadium. It's all right there. It's not that bad. Uh, Mafia, you did it with me, right? Like, we were walking around. It was cool. Yeah, it wasn't that far at all. It was right there. It was cool. I will say this, though. It is lame uh, after, like, at 11 o'clock. Remember I told you the story? We got off at 11, and we couldn't get any food anywhere. We had to, like, I went to some bar, and, I mean, it was chaos. Really? It was was chaos. Either either Thursday or Friday night, I have to meet a buddy of mine out there after the show. Well, there you go. I don't know where that's going to be yet. I'm not sure, but. Uh, That's no problem. Hopefully close to wherever we are. I have no idea. He's going to swing through there and get you? I don't know. We haven't really figured that out yet. What, do you have a friend that lives in L.A.? Yeah. Well, there you go. So uh, I think that uh, that's all very doable. But, like, uh, when we did it, it depends on where we are. Like, we were at this other place that was a lot further from Staples than where we're going to be now. Because I think this one now is literally within steps. It's near the stables. It's literally right downtown by the arena. That would make sense. I think when we were out there, there was also some kind of convention going on right there right. at the same time. And then we had where were we? The the Biltmore. The Biltmore. So it was a really nice old hotel. And then they had some kind of like really stars, old. like some like uh, star search kind of thing going on at that hotel. It was very yeah. That was painful. It was very, um, they had like uh, one of those talent shows going on for the girls, right. like kids. But uh, that Biltmore is super old. Well, it's, inter- it's a legendary this, hotel, This though. Intercontinental looks like a brand new hotel. I mean, this thing's got roof, 
uh, top bars, and it's got like. Oh, Does it got a pool and everything? I didn't see a pool. I didn't see. Can a you pool. look that up? I'll I'll do some digger deep. Do uh, some digging so we can research deeper, what we uh, can put digging. in the in the suitcase. But that up to, oh the outdoor bar up up top sounds good for you. We'll yeah. be up there. I'll. Yeah. I could have like a club soda with a lime. Like I saw like a. It'll bar look like I'm having a. Out looking like vodka. the city of L.A. You know all that kind of kind of type stuff. Do you think it's probably like seventeen fifty for a beer in that place? That's all right. But. Do you think that I could get a like a, if I had a club soda and lime that I could pull off like I was having a vodka tonic and still pick Most, up some leg? If people didn't know you. They would think that's what you're having. I was having a vodka or a Tito's, like a Tito's a splash. Yeah. All right. Carver High wants me to maintain my vig in Los Angeles and not do anything stupid with alcohol or drugs. Wants me to stay focused. Uh, so Utah goes down the field and gets a quick field goal. Why would I uh, drink and do drugs out there when I can just work here and die with the guys that smoke in the building at night that I have to breathe in all their cigarette smoke that smoke in the building against the law? Why, why would I go out and do that when I could just die working here at this place? What do you think? I mean, it's be- I got better odds dying right here, don't I? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, I do. Right? I got to breathe it in every night. I got to walk through the hall and breathe in all the cigarette smoke in the illegal building here in New York. I mean, I, I can't get enough of it. You know what I need to do? I need to breathe in more cigarette smoke while I'm at, at my job so I can die. Can't wait. I can't wait till I get lung cancer and I sue this place because I'm looking forward to it. Trust me, you. Where do you meet my lawyer? You're going to love him. Uh, he doesn't like me either. Hey, does uh, if he can smoke cigarettes in the building, can I smoke dope in the building? What do you think? Can I have a beer in here? Why not? Bring a beer. I got no problem with that at all. You want to drink on the job? Have at it. I'm going to bring some reefer. Mafia, what do you think? Should I bring the liquid THC pen or should I just smoke flush blunts? Uh, I would go with the regular weed since all the, the liquid's causing people lung disease. Oh, yeah, that's and killing death, people. Right? So why not just smoke in the building like like he does so we can I mean, all— if we're going to die from smoking right. something, let him be the one to kill us. We'll just have the fun stuff. Yeah, like so he'll kill us, but before we die, we'll get high. That'll be good. What a What a plan. Don't smile. I hope someone uh, sends a tape of this to headquarters, to the bosses, so they can listen in. Tune in to Pharrell. He tells it all. He'll just let let it all right out of the bag. Sick and tired of it. I'm so sick and tired of it, I got to tell you. I'm going to punch somebody in the face. I am. I trust me, you need to calm me down, bro, cuz I'm just going to I'm going to go all I'm going to go all green arrow on this guy one of these days. I'm going to start doing some kung fu moves. <laughs> Can you imagine if I started dropping kung fu moves on your boy? It's the, the first time for everybody. The old, the old geezer with his cigarette problem. That would be a good matchup for you. You know what? That guy smokes so much in the building. I feel like I smoke cigarettes now. Don't you feel like it? Because I smell like cigarettes. Every day I go home, my wife goes, you smell like cigarettes. I go, no, that's you. But to say between his, your wife and him someone's giving you lung cancer i mean honestly like who's gonna kill me is it gonna be him or my wife because they're well, both trying, they're both trying to kill me see that would be the hard part in your in your lawsuit against here because you gotta prove it they're gonna say you probably got it at home no my wife doesn't smoke you're all lying well, no, she has a Can you imagine decent. this guy trying to like pretend like he doesn't do this? Your wife at least he, has a decency to step outside. Do you think this guy would like? My wife never smokes in the house. Do you think this guy like? Because you know he lies through his teeth that he doesn't smoke. He, I don't smoke in the building. <laughs> we all watch him smoke in the building. He just smokes right in front of us. He smokes cigarettes right in the hallway, right in front of us. Right, he's taking hits right in his mouth, right in front of me. 
Are you kidding me? I'm going to punch somebody in the face. Do you think, in terms of covering the story, do you think I, I got it? In turn, like, uh, you know, if you were to, like, wrap it up for, like, a Christmas gift, do you think I've, I've you know, done everything I need to cover the story in terms of this uh, legal smoking here in the building? I think you've let everybody know that there's how a, you feel about the situation. That there, so I've expressed... going on in the halls but, I, but I've expressed enough that we all understand that there's a little problem going on here for eight, yeah. for eight years. It's been going on a lot longer than eight years. Oh, it definitely has. How long has it been going on? 15 years? How long have they been here since we they came moved? here in 2010? So for since 2010. Yeah, 2010 we came here. So for nine years he's been smoking here in the halls. Well, I think the first three or two or three was before the incident in the elevator where uh, he got stuck. So I think that's so that's why that's his defense that he since he got stuck in the elevator he should be allowed to smoke in the building and kill all of us. It's against. Is it not a federal law? I believe, it, I believe it's something like is that. Is it a state law or federal? I'm not sure where the jurisdiction So it's against the law, right? I just wanted to be sure. It is against the law. Unless, I think so. Uh, you think so. How about it is? It's completely against the law. I mean, are there enough? There's 55 signs in the building. Is there not 55 signs everywhere? Don't smoke. And he still does it. It's unbelievable to me. I don't care. You can run this show till your mother calls you from the grave. I don't care what anyone thinks. I'm not going to put up with it. I'm not. I'm done with it. I am done with it. Know that. You know what? It's so it's so disgusting. This place smells like a landfill and a casino all in one. I mean, I come to work, and it's like a goddamn casino in here. It really is. It's the worst. It smells like a complete landfill. I can't even work anymore. Everything smells so bad in this place. I don't know. What, I, what disease am I going to get tonight working here? Seriously. I don't give a rat's ass either. I should be talking about this because it's such a... Absolute nonsense that I put up with it. Done with it. I'm absolutely done with it. I don't care if he knows, too, that I'm the guy. I'm going to be the guy that brings him to his knees. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. Ah, we love everyone so much. God bless you, Mafia. You know, I, I think I'm going to go to Mass this weekend and um, cleanse my sins for being, you know, just for you guys are just wonderful people. I love you. I love everyone. I love all people that work here, including the centers and rule breakers and law breakers. There's a lot of them. And um, God bless them too. I'm the one that should go to hell because I'm the devil. And uh, I'm a bad, 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 bad boy. <laughs> Carver, I was like, what time does the flight leave for LA? It, you know, it's funny. He said to me uh, in the break, he's like, you going to get the weed delivered again like you did last time? It's kind of embarrassing. I'm like, yeah, I am actually, Mike. <laughs> the minute I get there. <laughs> he's like, don't have me anywhere near you when you're committing these felonies. I'm like, it's legal there. He's like, all right, then have at it. He goes, I'll be up at the rooftop bar drinking. I'm like, I'll meet you there. Get me a fake Tito's and lime. He knows what that means. Club soda and lime, son. Stay focused. Uh, Carver, hi. How excited are you about your uh, Bills home opener? Because did you hear your boy Jamie Eisenberg giving the Bills love their defense? Well, he's right. They don't allow big big plays. Their wide their corners are very good. Their secondary is very good. And since last year, when they got that group together, it's hard to beat them on a big play, which is what Ross does for the Bengals. I'm excited. Listen, this is a 
take care of business type of game. You're 2-0. and You won your first two games on the road. You're going home. Raucous crowd. You're playing a team that is not very good. I think it's the second time in the last 10 years that the Bills have been a home favorite in the first, like, four weeks of the season by this much. So that says that, you know, people believe in them also, especially to play a team like the Bengals. They got to get it done. That's it. You you're, know me. Uh, so you're not worried about them at all. That they they're going three and zero. Just it's a done deal. Just go get it done. I never said that. I didn't say that. But I said this is a game they have to take care of. They have they to have take care of. But are you worried about that team at all? Not particularly. Look, if they lose the game, it's not going to be because like they were looking ahead to New England next week or anything like that. They don't know how to look ahead. Near the bubble, you don't you don't look ahead. You know you're. And, and McDermott's a really good coach. He's got them focused on that. I think they're going to be fine on Sunday. They'll take care of business. Tell me about uh, Devin Singletary's uh, injury. Out. Hamstring. Finished. That covers that. Uh, Steve in Seattle. Shake it up, buddy. Shake it up, Sky. What's happening? Well, I'm uh, enjoying my night partaking in some Willie Nelson's reserve Dirty Girl. Oh, you would like the Dirty Girl, Scotty. Sweet. It is sweet. Uh, looking forward to my Huskies uh, playing BYU. Uh, I think they're in Provo, so I was wondering what your thoughts on that game were. Uh, like, should I be worried at all? They're, they're back I think I went uh, – I think I middled it. I took uh, Washington uh, to win and BYU to cover. Wasn't a number like six and a half or something like that? That might be a little too uh, heavy for me in terms of uh, the way BYU's been playing. Like, you know, didn't they beat USC last week in overtime? So, and that game also, I believe, was in Provo, right? So, uh, I could be wrong, but I think it was. And now they got them again. They have uh, another big game in their stadium. And, um, you know, it's like watching USC tonight. USC lost at, at Provo. They went home. They just beat Utah. And now, I think it was 30-23. Now you got another one, BYU at home. I mean, you, how do you give that team six and a half points in their building? I mean, honestly, I just it's crazy because they're, you know, they're decent, right? They're a decent team. I think Washington is supposed to be better, is alleged to be better, is, you know, the at the beginning of the season, the favorite in the uh, Pac-12. Were they not? So I think, you know, Oregon and Washington, at the very least, were on equal footing. And I think that Washington should should handle their business and win that game. But given that team that much lumber at home, is it just – maybe I'm crazy. Now, I think Washington could light them up. I mean, it could happen. But so far, uh, they have not been, uh, in my opinion, really – all that impressive, Washington. You you tell me you're the one watching them every time they play. Do you think they're that good? No, I agree. I mean, the, they look good against, you know, the uh, FCS-type teams, Eastern Washington. Well, who cares about that? Hawaii and stuff. No one cares about that. And then, of course, you know, they laid a brick against Cal. Uh, again, I'm thinking Cal is, is a better team than some people might give them credit for. Uh, you know, that's, maybe it's just a fluke. They beat them two years in a row. Two years yeah. in a row they beat them a fluke or whatever. I think uh, Cal might be better this year than Stanford in the Bay Area. 
because uh, Justin Wilcox is a really good coach. Yeah, I think Stanford uh, has looked slow and lethargic and, and fairly weak, and no one can say that right now at this point about Cal. I'm not sure how many people are actually buying in on Cal that they're you know fully engaged in them and locked in like that they're uh, all you know that they're cranked up to be. But they're playing at Ole Miss on the road in Oxford. I guess we'll find out. I think tomorrow at noon Eastern in that heat down in Oxford, Mississippi, because Cal, as you know, is in that gorgeous, you know, uh, Berkeley. It's just 65 degrees and sunny and perfect every day, and everybody's so beautiful. And then you go down to sweaty Oxford, Mississippi and play football on a Saturday at high noon. Have fun with that. They'll be dead tired in the third quarter. That's my guess. I think that this will prove whether they're as good as they are. At 3-0, and people are buying that they're this really good team. We'll find out tomorrow how good they are when they play in that sweat because that's all it is. They're going to be dripping wet. They're not going to know what hit them. But uh, Cal should beat them because they're, you know, 3 and out are better, right? They're ranked. I don't believe any of that nonsense. You go on the road, you go 3,000 miles and go play in 100-degree weather, have fun. I mean, that's what that is. That's a trap nightmare waiting waiting to happen as sure as I'm sitting here. Meanwhile, Ole Miss sucks. I got to know about my Seahawks and uh, Saints on Sunday. I think the Seahawks uh, should win the game, but I think that I, uh, I, I honestly believe they could get beaten in that game. I think that uh, everybody, you know, because they're 2-0, they beat the Steelers and everything, that people are like, oh, we're on our way. This guy, trust me, Bridgewater can play. I think he got thrown into a game, right? So he was average at best. But you give him a, another week to prepare. I think he's going to be a lot better this week. I think that is the game of the day. Uh, everybody's selling you on, uh, I think, Kansas City, Baltimore. And that, I think CBS did a great job with the doubleheader that they're showing. Those those are the two best games of the day, if you ask me. I think, uh, and I'm going to ask Carver Hydas, do you think the Saints can go in there and give I think they're going to give him a game automatic. I think they're going to give him a game just because look at Seattle the first two weeks. Their games both went down to the end. Home against Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Seattle has been playing these games. That close games. Close games every week. And, you know, I know the Saints don't have Breeze, and it's a huge loss. And they're getting on but Seattle. the Saints do still have really good players on both sides of the ball, aside from Breeze. You know, they have some players on defense. No doubt. And they have – Camara and they have Thomas and you know and now it's going to be on Bridgewater or Taysom Hill whoever's going to play probably both of Please, them you know they're, Peyton they're going Bridgewater gonna play, you know he'll be in there he'll does his crazy yeah. stuff every week I'm too. okay with that but you know that he's going to find ways to get the ball in Camara and Thomas's hands as simple as possible if I were them I would as well not that I know anything because I'm an idiot but I will say this. If I were them, I would use Hill as well as much as possible because um, he's very effective for them in, in the role that they use him for, even with Breeze. I would put that guy in, in situations that help them win. I think that both of them together are more impactful than just one of them. If Breeze was playing, I would like the Saints to win this game, and the line would be a lot different than it is right now. Right. But without him in, I think it's a game that goes down to the end, like the last two Seahawks games. I think that this game is in the balance in the last five minutes, and it's going to come down to the end of the game. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. So don't forget PharrellOnTheBench.com. It's hotter than ever. It's getting hot up in here, son. Uh, I've hit uh, 47 of the last 60 NFL bets. You do the math. It was uh, 78% uh, 
uh, before I hit those uh, Jags money line and spread on Thursday. Last Sunday, uh, on Sunday and Monday, 12-3 and in spreads, 80%. How does that taste? Overall Sunday, 23-7, uh, 77%. Top four plays hit. Five of my top six plays hit. That's 83%. And it's all documented, straight up, no BS, no lies. Pharrellonabench.com is the greatest thing ever. Every game, college bro, they're all up. Go get them, devour them, love them, and have a cold beer. Oh, by the way. Uh, hide the money from your wife that you make because she'll take it all. I believe that. Anyway, I know mine would. Anyway, can I ask you a question? Did I not see, as I, I'm watching the game, USC scored, they're up 30 to, uh, what, 30 to 23, right? And then did I not come in here and look up on the TV and it said 28-23 final? They absolutely put 28-23 on the screen. Fox butchered that, and I'm sitting there going, and didn't I just say, I was like, oh, well, I thought it was 30 to 23, but it's 28 23. And then sure enough, they flip it back to 30. They screwed it oh, up. They screwed that part. Did up. they not do that? Let me ask you this question. How do you feel about this ass kissing festival that they got going on here tonight with Leonard and Reggie Bush sucking up to USC? Not only sucking up to this quarterback after the game, but that they were both on the field celebrating their touchdowns. I saw them both do it. I just watched a clip of, of Reggie Bush basically meeting the guy in the, in the end zone. <laughs> I mean, when he come scored. on. Look, there's... Is that not a rule of journalism it, and broadcasting? It, it, it and, and, you know, Look, being a reporter, you, it, can't, well, you can't fraternize and, and celebrate with the team that you cover? There's... I mean, are they covering the game? I, I guess so because they're on the. This is their Saturday morning. Are you like, kidding? Crew. Are they covering the game? Well, they're analysts on the panel at the end. They're, I mean, they're, they're doing the game. The game, but it is, and they're not going to be. This is probably the only time all year they're going to do a game at USC. But it is a little much to see the high five in him when he comes in after a touch. You know, when he scores a touchdown in the end zone, to have Reggie Bush out there. I think that's a joke. Um, and and they have two USC guys, of course, on their panel because they have Leonard and they have Reggie Bush. So even Urban Meyer looked like he was sitting there w rolling his eyes watching these two suck up to this guy that no one's ever heard of before the quarterback. I don't have a problem on the dais with the quarterback uh, at, after the game. That I don't have too much of a problem with. I have a problem with Reggie Bush high-fiving the guy in the end zone after the touchdown. That I have a problem. And I have a problem with Liner jumping up and down celebrating that, with that's him. That's fine, too. Yeah, anything on the field while the game is going on, I mean, if, that is a problem. Listen, if you're going to be a broadcaster, you're going to be a journalist, you got to follow the simple rules, and, and that's one of them. You don't – there's one simple rule in a press box, and it's you do not get involved in the game, and you know it. I got this guy over here, the hockey guy, he goes to every game. He sits up there cheering for the Islanders in a press box. Who are you kidding? I've seen him do it. So I don't want to hear it. Like, you're not allowed to do that. You need to shut your mouth and do your job, and that's all there is to it. You know that's the rules. There are no, no, there's I, no celebrating I, in the I press box. That. They're on the field doing it. Um, the only guys that celebrate in a press box are like the radio play-by-play -play guys. When there's, a like, a goal, they go crazy. It's funny you brought that up because I, just, I just happened to see on Twitter – the 49ers put up a clip of uh, of Papa last week right. from the game. And what happened? Well, he's in the press box, and they kind of have a, a, a one of the Niners' 50 touchdowns against the Bengals last week. Right. And he is given the full. He's got the fist going. Touchdown, San Francisco. And he's throwing the arms in the air, and you can just see him all pumped up. That's different. That's the home team radio broadcast. He gets paid ball. to do that. Right. Um, but when you're in the quote-unquote press box – covering the game or on the field like these two guys are. Objecti uh, objectivity and complete no cheering. But 
you know, they're former athletes. They're not reporters. They're not, you know, play-by-play guys. They're they're former, you know, they played for the school. Just calm it down. I don't have a problem after the game. They got the kid, the quarterback, they win the game up there. They want to have some fun with them. Because in NFL, that happens too. With those Thursday night games in the past, you had Irvin up there. And oh, the Cowboys God. won. They do He'd it every be up night. There. How about them Cowboys, you know, doing all that stuff with them? So I don't have so much of a problem with that. In the game, that's a complete no-no. Like, the guy's actually calling the game. You know, like like on Sunday, like when you have Romo and Nance, you know. If the Cowboys scored and Romo, like, started whooping it up on a national broadcast, that you have a serious right. no-no. And and I thought what Bush did tonight, high-fiving the kid in the end zone on <laughs> when he scored. Honestly, no I haven't seen that one. I have not seen a guy actually go into the end zone and celebrate with the team scoring a touchdown. That's a first for me. And and the liner was doing it, too. liner was jumping around. Oh, please. I saw it. I watched it with my very own eyes. Graham in Houston, you're on CBS Sports Radio on 610. Hey, Scotty, love the show. Hey, dude, thanks. Yeah, so I got a question uh, about my Texans going into Los Angeles. Uh, what do you think their chances of an upset are, or at least covering the three? And then uh, what do you think about a Redskins upset Monday night? Uh, I'll hang up and listen. Uh, well, first of all, I, I think that um, it's very high risk, uh, the Redskins, but, you know, I think the Bears suck, so I, I, I'm not impressed with Trubisky at all. I, I think he's just – I really do think he's a mistake, and I think it's catching up with him. Uh, last year was different. I, I thought, you know, their defense helped him a lot, and I, I really – I didn't think he made, uh, you know, mistakes. I thought he just, you know, kind of went with the flow and did his job and handed the ball off to Howard and made – the, you know, the passes he needed to make, little easy routes and things. And they won 12 games, and then they lost in the playoffs because of their kicker. But this year, he's looked terrible, okay? And, and that's, you know, my opinion. Now, I hit that uh, Bears game last week with the 52-yard field goal, whatever it was, but I had the Broncos plus two and a half. I hit that both ways like I do a lot of bets. But uh, I'm not a fan of that football team yet. And in, in this moment, I'm not, you know – I know they got all excited and celebrated winning the game in Denver, but Denver sucks, okay? So congratulations. And then, uh, you know, what was it, the opener against the Packers? They got their ass beat. So uh, I'm not sure what to believe. Now, I think that win in, uh, you know, at the last second there in Denver might, you know, propel them into something. There could be a a potential for, uh, you know, uh, that lifted them to better heights, like that they may go in the right direction now. We'll see. I think this game on Monday night will gauge that. If they lose this game to the Redskins, which could happen, you know, let's face facts. The Redskins are not good, but they had the Eagles by the throat in that game in Philly, right? And Philly had a huge second half and beat them, right? But they backdoor covered. So they were in it. For a bad team, they're in the games, right? So now let's see what they do at FedEx on a Monday night stage on national television. I don't think Case Keenum's the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life. I think he can keep them in the game. So they got a shot. Now, I also think the Texans have a shot in that game in uh, Los Angeles, right? The game with the Chargers. Carver, how do you believe that um, the Texans, I think Deshaun Watson and Hopkins alone, for me, just those two players, keep them in every game. Yeah, I think that they're in the game on Sunday, and the Chargers aren't great at home. They they just aren't since they've been in that building. So, I think that the Houston could absolutely win that game on Sunday. Yeah, I think they definitely have a shot in that game. Now, I won't deny uh, 
that uh, I'm leaning Chargers on that. And then if I'm going to go roll the dice, high risk with the Redskins. Uh, that's what that's going to take is some super onions. But aren't they getting like four in that game, the Redskins? Yeah, the Bears are four points. Uh, that's a number that's that that number scares me. You got to win by five. Like, okay, like let's be Bears clear. You like the Bears to roll? I do. Uh, Mafia, the Texans game at the Chargers and the Bears at the Redskins. I like the Texans in that game. I mean, the Chargers, all the hype that we gave them coming into this season, this might be the final year they challenge in the AFC. Phillip Rivers got to get it done before he's, you know, out of there. They've not impressed me. I mean, you lose to the Lions like that, I don't care if it's on the road. I don't care about the West Coast going to, you know, the East Coast time zone. Like, their offense just sputtered, and their offense has not looked nearly as good as we thought they were going to be this year. I know they had a decent game against the Colts. I know that they lost Hunter Henry. That was a big part. But this is supposed to be high-flying. Austin Eckler is doing great replacing Melvin Gordon, and they're just not looking as impressive as I thought they were going to be. They always talk about their defense, stopping people. They let all that points to Brissett in the first game. So I think the Texans could definitely light them up and win that game. And then who'd you take in the Bears game? I know the Bears have had a slow start. They haven't used Montgomery nearly as well as they shouldn't, as we thought they would with all the hype around him. But I just don't think the Redskins are a good team. I'm still on the so Bears. You're going Bears. Their defense is just uh, too strong. Aaron Donald is questionable Sunday, but they're going to play him, it sounds like, unless something unforeseen happens. This guy's going to go on Sunday, according to McVay. He's a huge piece for them uh, in that game. What is that? Uh, the Sunday night game in Cleveland, right? Aren't they playing the uh, Browns, the Rams? There you go. And then officially, this will be the first time in NFL history that 20 quarterbacks, 26 years old or younger, will start in the same week. It's a new uh, age in the NFL. All the quarterbacks are young. You also have like a quarter of the league, I think, that the starting quarterbacks that we thought were coming into this season are already missing games and replaced by this point in the season. Like all of them, between injury, between luck retiring, gone. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a new day in the league. It really is. Got a lot of younger guys now who are going to get a crack. Brand new. And some of the older guys, uh, a couple are injured. A couple, you know, Luck wasn't an older guy, but he walked out and quit. And there's a few others who aren't too far behind. Don't you think that the league can't really afford another bad weekend of quarterback injuries with star players? <laughs> they cannot. Uh, because if that's, the whole league's the, with backups, you got a problem. That's the other side of the coin because when you lose your marquee names – when you lose your breezes and your Roethlisberger's and your Lux, right? And and eventually, you know, Eli's gone now too. But you know, it, that is what it is. The play suffers when you've got guys who aren't as experienced. Right. I think we're getting a lot more turnover at quarterback too than we've seen in the past. When you had all these other guys come in, they they kept the job forever. Now guys like Mariota, guys like Jameis that are barely hanging on, other guys that have come in and already shipped out. A lot more turnover at that position. Garrett in Pittsburgh. So you got Rudolph. Right? Yeah, yeah. He throws his first pass to Moncrief. We all love him. Drops the ball. It's an interception. Now the guy throws three passes and an interception, right? Right. Goes on to throw a flea flicker, right? Two off to McDonald. Guy's got a, under 200 yards. All right, so do you like him or not? Do you like the guy or not? I can't go through every single one of his plays with you. I don't have time, but do you like him yeah. or not? Do you like him as your quarterback? I like the 20 quarterbacks that are the new generation. Uh, okay. Well, that's not – but that – you did not say anything about liking Mason Rudolph is what you just said to me right there. He just said he likes all the young quarterbacks, but he wouldn't say he liked his. I think he wins Sunday. Okay, here's the deal. Uh, I like Ben Roethlisberger, and this is going to be a real long season for the Steelers. I don't care what anybody says. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. We can talk about any college game, any pro game. We'll hit all of them with you in this last hour.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.